Welcome to the Postpartum Plan Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Fugere. I'm a certified postpartum doula and pediatric sleep consultant, the owner of Serene Moments, LLC, and a prior nanny and daycare manager. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about everything and anything that comes along with the postpartum period. I want to be your postpartum bestie by offering support, reassurance, and tips and tricks. Many people curate the perfect birth plan, but why not a postpartum plan? Together, we're going to build your postpartum plan because everyone deserves to have the postpartum experience that they want. Kenzie is a donut-trained postpartum doula. She holds a master's degree in education and also enjoys supporting new families navigating the first 12 weeks postpartum. She's also very skilled at supporting families with more than one child and supporting older children. Kenzie is also a FEM-certified fertility educator, passionate about helping you to understand your hormones and how to live in sync with your cycles through charting. She enjoys staying connected to her clients that she has worked with to help them conceive and then go on providing them postpartum support. She recently left the field of education after nine years to pursue her business full-time. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kenzie. I'm really excited to dive into cycles and charting and all the things about it. Um, I think it's something that people are like almost not willing to talk about sometimes and like afraid to talk about. But the more we talk about it, the more it's normalized. And I think that especially postpartum, it becomes a topic that's definitely prevalent. So I know that you're, you know, all the things. So we're going to kind of dive into all of it. And I think um, that hopefully it'll be helpful to some people. So thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, So yeah, I am a fertility educator certified through FEM. That just stands for Fertility Education and Medical Management and also a donor trained postpartum doula. So sharing my certification with that. And the two really go hand in hand. Um, When I first started Teaching people about their cycle, I found my niche in the trying to conceive community. And once my clients went on to get pregnant, I was really sad to see them go. So I started to look into my postpartum doula training and I did that last April. So um, what I've been able to do now is really bring the two together. um, And I really enjoy helping people with their maybe very complex chart. So when it comes to postpartum charting, that can be very different. Um, And you don't have to have any prior knowledge of charting to start doing it postpartum. And oftentimes, yeah, it might be someone might find charting because they have something going on with their hormones and they want to understand it more and kind of get to the root or they're trying to conceive, or they want to use it for non-hormonal birth control. So yeah. uh, charting helps everyone on the reproductive continuum. And I could definitely share more about what that means, but I could just go on and on. About on it. and on. I know it's so <laughs> fun. So I love that. And I think that that's like a perfect like brief into what we're going into, which is amazing. I would love to have you kind of start with telling everybody a little bit about like what charting really is and maybe what the different phases are that we're looking at when you're charting and, um, you know, maybe things that come along with those different phases. 
Definitely. So charting just means taking a look at your biomarkers in your body. There's so many different types um, and different ways to do it. So when we think about the biomarkers for FEM, it's cervical fluid and the luteinizing hormone test. It's just a urine test that you take a couple times a month. And there's other methods that maybe use BBT, which is basal body temperature. But with FEM, you're just using the two biomarkers to understand what's going on with your hormones. Um, so you can then pinpoint the different levels of estrogen in the body and progesterone in the body and understand which phase of your cycle you're in. So when it comes to the four phases of your menstrual cycle, there is the menstrual phase when you have your period and then the follicular phase right after, you know, this is the phase that you might feel a little bit more energy in, uh, start to maybe make some more plans with your life and uh, set some goals for the month ahead. And then of course is ovulation, which is the midpoint of the cycle, the main event, as many people say um, in this field. And it really sets the borders for the rest of the phases. So what happens after ovulation is the luteal phase. Uh, that's going to be the longest phase, uh, sometimes not everyone's favorite because someone may experience PMS during this time. And I'm surely happy to share more about that and how to support yourself during that time. But those are the four phases. And typically we're looking for anywhere from a 25 day cycle to a 35 day cycle. So it can be a big range, but just know that if you're within that range, it's typical. And when it comes to postpartum charts, you might have really long cycles. You might have really right. short cycles. Um, so just being able to chart and see your data, right? It's data at a glance. You can really get a good glimpse into your health and what's going on with your body. That's awesome. I think that that's so, so important. And, you know, that it is such a wide range and that everybody's bodies are going to be different, especially if we're talking about postpartum, right? Um, now, I have no idea if this is even in your realm because I haven't even asked you before. But, you know, I know that a lot of people when they're postpartum trying to figure out birth control options can be, you know, super crazy and your hormones are already going crazy. And at that six-week appointment, doctors are normally like, all right, let's get you on some type of birth control. And that can be a lot. Um, you know, I'm sure that tracking and being able to you know, use all of these resources that you have can make, you know, that kind of process a bit easier. Um, but then the second part that comes along with that is, can you do all of that if you haven't fully gotten your cycle back? Because we know that even if you haven't fully gotten your period back, you can sometimes get pregnant still even, you know, postpartum. So are those things that are still able to be done for people listening? Absolutely. That's a really fabulous question. So, that is definitely where the complexities of charting comes in for postpartum, but you can start as long as you are at least six to eight weeks postpartum. Um, <clears throat> oftentimes people will maybe start a little later than that, which is understandable. You want to give yourself some time to understand your new routines and um, rest and yeah. give yourself that time. But once you're feeling the call to take in more information, learn something new, um, you can start charting whenever. And yes, it will so very much support uh, as an option for a type of birth control. This would just be considered non-hormonal. Um, and I, yes, I hear from so many people about the six-week checkup and it's um, there needs to be more information around it. And it's nice to know your options. So that's my whole thing. I'd rather someone 
know that charting is an option, then walk away with maybe, you know, a script that they did not want to, to have, right. um, or an IUD, which is even scarier, honestly. Um, so I, I like to maybe reach somebody before that time. And so it certainly comes up in a conversation if I'm working with someone before they conceive that this is an option and it's possible to continue charting um, after you've had a baby. And, or maybe someone comes to me maybe within their third trimester and it's just something that they want to check off their list where they're thinking about it. Um, they know they don't want to conceive again ever or maybe within a couple of years. They want to give themselves time. And charting allows for that. So uh, when it comes to breastfeeding and charting, it's also very supportive because you're keeping an eye on what's going on with your body. Again, it's more so just through that cervical fluid, checking in and understanding what is the dominant hormone. And oftentimes um, what you'll see is kind of like a start-stop pattern. Um, mm -hmm. but at least, you know, okay, something might happen. Maybe this looks like I'm ovulating and I want to teach people what that looks like. Um, I go really in depth into that in a couple of my workshops and the postpartum charting collective that I'd love to share more about, um, just so that you feel like you have the tools to understand what's going on in your body, read your body and make the right choice for you. Uh, Femme is all about informed consent, as is a lot of things in the birth and postpartum world. Yeah. So as long as you know your choices, you can make the decision that works best for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Would you tell us a little bit more about what charting really consists of and like what you're kind of looking for and then what the benefits of it are and like how it can help you navigate, you know, your life in that during that cycle? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to FEM charting, again, we're just looking at two biomarkers. So cervical fluid is just something that we all have. It's not discharge. I, I think that's a very um, sad word for it. Um, and it's not accurate. So um, our cervical fluid comes from the cervix and it really helps you understand what's going on with your hormones. Uh, estrogen and progesterone are responsible for stimulating the crypts of the cervix. So that way you can then read your body and understand, okay, what's going on? Am I ovulating or am I not? Um, and then you kind of make decisions based off of that. So when I work with somebody, I really just start off with this femme education that I learned from my training. And I've kind of made it my own at this point as well because I have a background in education and I really just like creating content and curriculum. Absolutely. And I also, yeah, I also understand that people learn differently as well. So I'm big on visuals. So when I'm working with someone, I'm showing them different examples of what cervical fluid can look like and the different symbols and colors that you use on your chart. Somebody can easily just download an app and use the app, but when it comes to using an app, you're kind of turning your hormones over to a robot. And so you might not exactly get the accurate read. Mostly I'm referencing natural cycles here. Um, I think it's fabulous, but when you're putting in your basal body temperature reading for natural cycles, it's telling you if you're fertile or not. And it's missing that very large indicator of your cervical fluid, because that is the number one sign that's going to help you understand if you're ovulating or if you're not. And right. from there, you get to make your informed decision when it comes to either trying to conceive or trying to avoid is the other um, terminology. So TTA or TTC. Um, 
I also love Femme because it can be just tracking health. I have plenty of people that come to me. They're very much done having babies at this point, um, or they, they just really want to understand what's going on with their hormones. And I think that many people fall into that category um, postpartum as well, because maybe they did get their period back. Um, they have had their return of fertility and it's maybe way heavier than it was before they conceived, or maybe it is lighter. And so what we can do is we can use this information um, about what you're seeing in your chart to understand the sufficiency of your hormones. So every period is another chance to understand what was going on previously. You know, did your hormones build up your endometrial lining enough to have a healthy bleed? And so I really dive in. It gets very scientific. Um, them is based in biology and physiology anyways. So a lot of people tell me that they feel like they're taking like puberty 101 over again. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But, but I use a lot awesome. of, yeah, a lot of visuals. Um, if you are partnered, your partner is always welcome to come as well because they deserve to learn and understand, um, especially in the TTC realm. I think it's always helpful, right. um, but it just opens up for more conversation, more intimacy and communication. Um, to have the person you spend the most time with understand what's going on with you and your hormones as well. Um, and yeah, when I work with someone, they certainly go off and chart on their own, but I hold them accountable and I, I check in and I always say like, how's it going? Um, what are the barriers to your, your ability to chart right now? Are you just too busy or are you maybe putting it on the back burner? Um, because yeah, we all go to the bathroom, but sometimes we just don't pay attention and, life gets busy. So I try to give them reminders, like you could set a timer on your phone or post-it note or something. Um, and then what we do is we just go over the chart, we review it. And um, I do not diagnose, again, this is kind of like a non-medical type of support, but um, I can say, oh, well, look at that, you know, based off of the FEM parameters, um, you know, where are you and, and what supports do you need and how do you feel? I try to really lead with how someone's feeling as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So if someone's listening and they're like, hmm, this kind of sounds up my realm, whether it be, you know, they're trying to understand their body more or they are postpartum and wanting to, you know, be able to understand their cycle or prenatally, I guess, too, or anywhere in the world, right? Anyone can do this. Um, but they want to have this opportunity and this option. And especially because it's a, a non-hormonal birth control. Um, I think that all the hormonal things get pushed on people so easily and so quickly to fix all sorts of things. But this can be an awesome way to understand and kind of follow along with, you know, what your body's trying to do. So people are listening. They are kind of interested obviously they can come work with you. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about what your services are like? And then also if somebody is just kind of looking to dabble into it, like where can they start if they're not fully ready to jump in and work with you quite yet? Those are great questions. So if you're not sure, um, or you're just not ready to jump in fully, um, there, I always offer free things here and there. So I love to do um, just an intro to charting workshop a couple times a year, usually when the seasons start to change um, season to season, I think it's a nice time to offer it because it's just, we, that's how we work as humans. We, we like to learn new things at different points during the year. And mm -hmm. I think it's a great intro. It's a way to dip your toe. It's a way to hear more about um, what this is. And I also have a couple eBooks 
which just gives a, an opportunity to learn a little bit more on your own time. So those eBooks are. You froze. So hang on. Let me write down. Okay. You said that you also have an ebook and then you froze. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Try again. <laughs> I have ebooks on my website that you can download and just take your time and learn on your own in the beginning. Although if you want um, that high efficacy rate of using this method as non-hormonal birth control, it's best to work with a coach. So um when I work with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, we do four sessions. And I also offer another opportunity for someone to do two sessions a month. So that's kind of like the bigger, more supportive type of package. This is perfect for someone that's really trying to conceive. It gives you that hands-on support. You get your chart looked at more than once a month. And it's yeah. really great because a lot can happen in one month. Um, so I like to do, it's about a four, three to four month um, process because you want to be able to chart for at least three to four cycles to gain proficiency. So just having that support one-on-one, -on -one, we meet once a month and we go over your chart and then we do a bit of education. So calls, the first call lasts 90 minutes. It's a big one, but you get that front load of education so that you can go off and chart on your own. And then each follow-up call beyond that is 60 minutes. And again, you get that chart checkup. You know, I get to look at um, I call it a chart review. And we look at your chart and just reflect on the prior month, the prior cycle, and you get to set new goals. I try to really work that in. Um, it's just something that has always worked for me and what I do with my own cycles. So I say, okay, based off of all of this data, what do you need to do to support yourself next month? And it could be as simple as just drinking water um, or, you know, eating specific veggies that sync with your different phases, um, different things that make people feel like they have ownership in their health and in their hormone journey. Um, and when it comes to postpartum charting, uh, that is similar. I try to do the two calls a month for people that are postpartum as well, just so that you have that person holding you accountable. And I like to do the postpartum charting in a group setting. So the postpartum charting collective is something I started last year um, as a way to connect new parents and give them a chance to come together. It's really important. Um, so being with like-minded people, also doing the same thing and also going through the journey of parenthood is incredibly important. Yeah. Uh, and then you add that layer of charting as well. So you're learning in a group, you can lean on each other. And um, that is like an eight eight week course and we meet um, for four group calls. I always send out educational resources through email and then you get one private call within that group program as well. That's so awesome. I love that. So definitely um, so much information and yes. listeners should totally look into it. It definitely sounds like one of those things that can be overwhelming at the start, but once you kind of start to learn and, you know, understand the different terminology and the different processes. I think that it seems like it can be such an amazing thing to offer to yourself. And it could be probably a really great self-care thing too, right? I mean, you're forcing yourself to slow down a couple times a day and or at least once a day, right? And kind of like check in with yourself, which I think is such a like almost like a mindfulness thing, which has got to be so amazing too. 
Yes, absolutely. And I do have a background in yoga and meditation. So I try to work that in as much as possible. And, you know, I might offer someone as one of the resources, a meditation that's, you know, going to help them connect to their physical body, their emotional body, um, whatever they might need. Uh, or if they're, you know, sharing with me, they want to move their body more, I might give them a yoga class as a resource as well. Yeah. Uh, and when, when it comes to charting, um, it's just a way to feel more empowered. I can't tell you how many people I have helped. And they say to me at the end of the four months or three months, however long it is, they'll just say, wow, I just feel so empowered. Um, or wow, I didn't know this. And, yeah. you know, I want to offer people grace. If you're listening to this too, and you're like, I did not know this. Um, yeah, I didn't either. I, I learned all of this <laughs> when I was 25. Um, I but just decided I was going to stop taking birth control. Um, I had almost maybe just two friends that had come before me and done it. And then I had two friends around me that said they wanted to do it as well. And I read Woman Code by Lisa Beattie and it changed my life. And I was just so blown away by this information, a little bit mad, but I didn't know it. Um, right. There was, there was a little anger there, but that's part of the process. And once I started to dive more into this and chart my cycle and work with a coach, I would share with people you know, my acupuncturist or, you know, my massage therapist or my friends or random people in the tampon aisle at Whole Foods, you know, <laughs> I'll go anywhere and share it. A lot of people would say, you need to share this more. And so I left teaching um, after nine years to, to do this full time because I'm super duper passionate about it. I really think that everybody deserves to know what's going on with their body. And it's not, once you get over the initial learning curve of the OMG, it is very empowering and it helps you feel really close to yourself. Yeah. I love that. I think that it's just society and the world has made it such a taboo thing and, and it is, making it so that you don't have as much of a connection. Literally, so the episode that will be going up before this is talking about boundaries to breastfeeding. And in that episode, we were talking about a similar way of like, people are just so disconnected from their bodies from in that one, we were talking a lot about like, people are never touching their own breasts. So they don't know what the milky parts feel like. And I'm similarly, I feel that, you know, in this way, people aren't thinking of these things or knowing of these things. And so they don't know what's normal or what for them, I should say, or, or those types of things. So this has got to be when you say empowering, I can only imagine how much, you know, interest and support this must feel like when you're able to figure this all out for yourself for sure yes absolutely and it, it is just an it's a it opens the door to a lot of things uh so you might then start doing very specific type of self-care for yourself and i always try to branch off and share very holistic self-care options like acupuncture or um you know dry brushing is one that i always throw throw out there mm -hmm. uh, but it's just a way to support yourself more and it is really easy to get very confused about your biomarkers confused about your cycle i've been there like omg where's my period um something is wrong with me um and I just want people to feel like they're not alone and that they can take the time to not only read their body and understand what's going on, but heal. If there's something that just needs to come into balance more, it's possible. It's going to take time. But uh, gathering that support team around you 
you know, hopefully including me, the fertility educator, um, will be worth it. It will be helpful. I've seen, I I am, I am the, the test person in all of this. So I've done a lot of this on my own, um, just charting and understanding what's going on, uh, with my body and healing certain things and leaning on other holistic supports. And that is just my hope for everybody else that they know that this is out there, um, that they can take this time that, and they deserve it. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on. Everybody can find all your information below, including the link to your website, which has your support groups and all of your different programs. So definitely go check it out if you're interested at all. Um, And uh, yeah, tell Kenzie I sent you. (laughs) Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Postpartum Plan Podcast. It is a pleasure to be your postpartum bestie and I hope to have you back for another episode soon. If you enjoyed listening to today's podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate, review, and subscribe. If you're interested in more information related to today's podcast or are looking for additional support in a postpartum doula or sleep consultant, you can find my information in the show notes or online at serenemomentsdoula.com.